0: A lot of people seem to think that inbound and ABM are opposites and have opposite strategies, and that's not really the case.
1: You're listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast, a daily podcast dedicated to helping B2B marketing, sales, and customer success professionals become masters of their craft. It's Thursday, so this is our hashtag one team episode. Sangram and someone from the Terminus team discuss what they're learning at the moment and how it applies to you. Here we go. Welcome to the flip my funnel podcast today is one team which means we have somebody here from terminus and oh my god I was waiting for shauna to be on this podcast I finally went to her and said shauna you need to be on this podcast because shauna is one of the best content marketers that I know of She and I work together at pardot and i'm so glad that you're here with terminus and doing some amazing things so shauna Welcome to the show Thank you, Sangram. I'm really excited to be here and talk to you about content. All right, so you speak through content. So I know this is a different format than a kind of like in a podcast. So I'm, and you are one, truly one of the best content writers. I gotta say. But before we get into the content strategy and the whole thing we're going to talk about is how do you create a content strategy for account-based marketing, I want to share. I want you to share a fun fact about yourself.
0: Yeah. So a fun fact about me is. I'm actually an amateur belly dancer here in Atlanta. I've been doing it for a couple of years now and I've been in a troupe for about a year. It's a lot of fun.
1: Wow, I would not have guessed that. Like that's pretty cool. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of a shy person at work sometimes, yeah. so it's kind of my way to go out and do something a little bit different.
1: That is awesome. How many days a week do you have to go and practice?
0: One to two a week. It's okay. not too much of a commitment, but yeah. it's enough
1: yeah, it just don't probably gets you completely in a different zone.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh,
1: so that's pretty good. Cool. All right, Shauna, this is gonna be fun. So we're talking about content, right? We know content is at the heart of account-based marketing, mm-hmm. and content has been there since uh, you know since many, many. So. How are you thinking about content when it comes to account-based marketing?
0: So I think that you think about content for account-based marketing in a similar way you would think about it with traditional inbound marketing in that this is sort of your foot in the door with your prospects and your target accounts. But the difference is that you're not using content as a way to drive leads necessarily. You're Mm. really using it to drive
1: engagement and to educate your audience. See, that is a really interesting point. The whole movement around inbound was about collecting leads, and saying that that's what we really want to focus on. And with ABM, our content strategy that we see if we're doing ourselves or our customers are doing, it is kind of changing quite a bit. And engagement is not something that was talked about.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, I think it's, it's a similar approach, but a very different mindset. Mm. So what I mean by that is, you know, you're still creating content for different personas and for different industries, and you're still creating different segments. And all that is kind of the same, but it's really what's different is number one, distribution Mm. and number two, how you're measuring your success.
1: That's great. That's great. So let's just dive into it. I know you have like three keys to get started with ABM content. What are those?
0: Yeah. So I think that the number one thing you need to do is really set expectations for your measurement and set new KPIs. And that's because, you know, content that you're doing for account-based marketing, like we talked about, is not used to generate leads. It's Mm -hmm. not that leads don't matter. You still want to generate leads in in two ways, really. You want to get leads from your target accounts. Right. And then you want to generate inbound leads from accounts that are a good fit for your ideal customer profile. Your future customers. Exactly. Those could become your target accounts. Yeah. So it's not that leads don't matter. You still want that contact information. But what you really want to do is you want to engage the entire Committee at your target accounts. And you can't always do that when you put a form in front of something. You have been a C level person for a very long time. Yeah. You're not, you're not filling out forms all the time, you know. <laughs> How many
1: emails do you get from me forwarding to you? Like, hey Sean, how's <laughs> the Check
0: this out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, you're a very busy person. So when we're trying to reach those really important stakeholders like the CMOs and the head of sales, they're not going to be filling out forms. So we need to really rethink the way we're measuring content. And leads is not necessarily the best way to do that.
1: That is so good. I'm so glad you mentioned about this. And you said that leads are not necessarily bad because I think what people think, because we talk about ABM as is the only way to think about anything now in life, but it's not. It's really a combination of the leads from the right accounts matter. So if you're getting a lead from not a right account, then you know, you're know you wasting your time. And that's where the whole stat around 1% of the leads turning to customers has been there because if you're getting the wrong leads, you're not getting the right results. Exactly. All right. So that's number one, setting expectations for measurement. What's number two?
0: Yeah, um, so number two is to get personalized with your content. Mm. But I have a caveat, which is you need to be realistic. You're not going to be able to create a one-to-one piece of content for every single account you're going after unless you have a really small list of highly targeted accounts, which right. most companies don't. Um, so if you are going after a decent volume of accounts, mm. um, what you really need to do is focus on customization rather than personalization. So the way to do that is similar to how it's done with Inbound, where you are segmenting by industry or by pain point or by persona and creating sort of targeted content experiences around that. So the way we do that at Terminus is we create Uber Flip Streams love it overflip you guys have probably all heard of it but it is my favorite tool it is a content experience platform and what that means is you can host all your content from all your different sources like slideshare youtube vidyard your blog all in one place and it's an easy way to sort of slice and dice that and create what is what are called content streams Mm -hmm. that are really targeted towards someone's interests or pain points so i have one stream all about uh Fit, intent, and engagement, which is something we talk about a lot. So people who have shown interest based on those keywords on our website, we might send them
1: content around that. So you literally redirect them to a stream that has all the content they would ever want to read on that thought.
0: Exactly. And it's not, you know, we're not just sending out willy-nilly. We're really doing it. We're being focused. And sometimes I'll go and talk to the sales reps and say, hey, what are your prospects looking at? And we'll Mm -hmm. look at it together and figure out what sort of topics resonate with them. And we'll send that
1: over. That is fantastic. Love that. All right. Yeah.
0: And then you can get a little more personalized. um, And the way to do that is really, you can go ahead and add target accounts logos to Mm -hmm. your content. If you have a report that's relevant to them, Plop their logo on there. Everybody likes to see their, you know, metaphorical face somewhere. (laughs) Um, And then if you want to get really personalized, if you really do have a list of like maybe 10 target accounts that you're going after, you can create one-to-one content. So I have an example of how we did that. Please share. Um, Yeah. So we had a we wanted to land and expand in Salesforce. Mm. So we had one business unit that was already a customer of Terminus and they were seeing great success. And we had another one that we were speaking to and we wanted to prove that Terminus could work for them too. Yeah. So what we did was we created a case study relating their success, the success of the business unit currently using Terminus to um
1: all the other business units.
0: All the other business units. And we talked about how those strategies could translate. And what that did was it started a conversation with us, but it also started a conversation within Salesforce, which is really important to, like I talked about getting those other Buying committee members on board. And it really got them buzzing about, you know, oh, so and so's using Terminus.
1: Should we be using it? That is so good. I I hope people kind of look at this as a really eye opener. Most marketing organizations and most companies who are doing ABM today are still thinking ABM as a demand generation activity. What you're really exposing is that now you can actually run pipeline velocity or even upserve, which is what we like to call as opposed to upsell, cross sell. You're really trying to expand within the same set of companies that you already have business in. And by putting them in front and center, in this case, at Salesforce, it seems like there was a lot of great conversation in Charlie. It was. And we did win that. Oh, we did win (laughs) that deal. There you go. Awesome. That's great. That's great. All right. So we talked about setting expectations for measurement, getting personalized. What's the third one?
0: The third one is to really know when to use gated versus ungated that's content. That's a big question. It is. And that really goes back to what we talked about at the beginning with inbound, right? So it's not that you don't want to generate inbound leads. Those are so mm-hmm. important. You still want to have a database that you can send emails to, but you really have to be focused. You can't just gate everything and hope that everyone's going to fill out a form. Yep. Like we know that's not the case. Right. So the way I think about this is how are are you distributing the content mm. so if you're sharing it directly with someone via email either through a marketing email or through one-to-one sales outreach you don't want to put a form on that you know mm. they're already ready to do the work of clicking through and right they just want to engage with that content you know they're ready for it so your goal should not be form fills it should just be engagement mm-hmm. but of course an exception you can't really if you're saying register for a webinar that content has to be gated and, and then people would probably yeah. do that too exactly to that's your point. an expectation that they
1: have yeah i love the fact like the ebook as an example. When when I think about how many people download an ebook and read an ebook page to page versus a webinar, chances are somebody's if they had a they they wanted they might want to register for a webinar. In that case, people are expected to register for it. But now content is so prolific. It's everywhere. So you need to be really, really careful as to what you gauge and what you don't. And in almost in some cases, by gating too much content, you might not be giving them the information that might help you close the deal or help them move forward in their process.
0: Exactly. Really well said. Yeah. And then, you know, another example is one-to-one ads or or really any targeted ads. So when we ran those ads to Salesforce, directing them towards the content that we created just for them, we obviously weren't gonna get that piece of content that was specific to them. And then we also have the analytics on the back end to know how they're engaging with that content, even if they don't fill out a form.
1: That is amazing. So
0: yeah, and then I think that just sort of a a trick I use is when I'm not getting content, sometimes I'll set up a custom redirect. So if someone clicks on the link, it'll still show up in marketing automation that they clicked, (laughs) but they don't have to fill out a form. And then if they're not in our marketing automation, it won't show up. So it's not, you know, it's not the best solution, but it is a little sneaky trick. I yes. yes,
1: I love that. All right. So this is really good. So I'm going to try to wrap up with some key takeaways from what you just shared. And I'd love for you to finish off with like one thing that you want to advise all the other content marketers, because we really haven't interviewed a content marketer on the podcast. We're like 100 plus podcasts, but we haven't done that. So I think this is going to be a really, really good one. So the three big takeaways uh, from, from my standpoint in terms of getting started with ABM content is one. One, set expectations for measurement. If you're not measuring the right things, you can totally trip on it. If you are doing ABM, chances are your measurements are going to be different metric. It's not going to be the same. Number two, get personalized, but be realistic. I love that part because you, what you're also making is like, well, personalization is not just change the name of the person or the name of the company. Personalization is a little bit more than that. You have to show that you care, but you also be realistic. You can be so personalized that you're just not able to get to the target audiences that you want to go after. That's really cool. And number three, the big debate out there is always what to gate, what not to gate. And there's a healthy balance there of what do we want to gate? And if, if, if it is a webinar versus an ebook. but the last thing you want to do is hinder your target audience and your future customers to find you and get to know you better. Shauna, what would you want to end this and what advice would you give to content marketers out there?
0: I think really you just need to go and get started doing this. Try out one, take one target account, create a specific piece of content just for them and test it out. See what works and what doesn't. It's really just about getting started and proving that you can see some success from this and then you'll figure out how to scale. And then my other tip, use Uberflip. They're great.
1: (laughs) That's good. Love it. All right, Shauna. Thank you so much. Thank you. Boom.